So, COVID-19 was a key factor for the Plus League getting formed, but now this wave of community spread will halt our fun. Hello listeners, this is the finals recap and the last episode of Plus Basketball Weekly for the 2020-2021 season. This is out a lot later than the conclusion of the finals because I can also inform you of the new teams in the upcoming season. It's Friday, May 28th. I'm your host of the Taiwanese Pro Ball Podcast, Brian Chen. Leave a rating while you listen and let's get to it. Last time you heard from the pod was when I had guest Alex Olin on, where Taipei Fubon Braves and the Formosa Tyson Dreamers were tied at one apiece headed to Zhanghua. The Dreamers took advantage of a rusty Braves team and hit big shots down the stretch to take game one. Then the Braves bounced back with a strong defensive effort to tie the series. But during the week after, we kept our eyes on the news and it was clear the community spread was serious enough to alter our game plans. I'll spare you all the schedule changes, but we knew heading to Zhanghua on Thursday that we were in a race against the time to finish the series. The Braves were sitting pretty with an 11-point lead with 5 minutes 37 seconds left in the game, but the Dreamers chipped away minute by minute until with 12 seconds left, they called a play for Amigo and he drilled the game-tying 3 from the top. On the other side, with 5.8 left, Jet caught and hit a turnaround in the corner to take back the lead. But the Braves left too much time on the clock and must have mistaken the Dreamers to have timeout remaining, which they didn't. Walko picked up the ball from under the basket, hit Kenny on the outlet, who threw it ahead to Hicks to lay it in for the tying bucket. The Braves had half a second to win it, but couldn't get it off in time, and for the first time in plus league history, a finals game was going to overtime. Singletary sat for most of the fourth, and he was determined to win the game, grabbing three rebounds and scoring nine points in overtime to lead the Braves to the victory 114-110. In an odd way, the moods of both teams seemed opposite to the results. The Braves were quiet with a feeling of relief at best, while the Dreamers were loose and satisfied even with the game that was just played and their loss going down 2-1. But Game 4 was a repeat of Game 2. The Braves made adjustments and ended up winning comfortably 115-90. During the game, it was announced that Zhanghua would be elevating their COVID-19 precautions following Taipei's announcement. So the Plus League was left pretty much without any stadiums to finish up the finals. After the first game loss, the Braves won three straight to lead the best of seven series 3-1. That is the quick update of each game, but there were many storylines in between. May 12th, the day before Game 3, Anthony Tucker, the Dreamers, departed from the team to be there for the birth of his child stateside. During Game 3, Jack Zhengxiu got his leg caught as Hicks fell into him and resulted in an injured knee. Bray shared it was a MCL and meniscus inflammation, but no further updates after. We're hoping for the best for the rookie. Then Friday, between the two games, the Dreamers announced Young would also depart from the teams without citing a specific physical ailment. Now on May 18th, the day before the CDC would announce nationwide level 3 precautions, it was announced that the league and the two teams ruled the Braves were the champions with a regular season record and commanding series lead. Michael Singletary was voted on by the media as the finals MVP. During the regular season, the Dreamers won 7 out of 10 games. They shot better than 33% from beyond the arc. In the 9 games of the playoffs, When they shot above 30%, they won 4 out of 5 games. They increased their assists from 17 to 22 while maintaining their turnover ratio. They could take advantage of the pilots in rebounding department, but had no chance against the Braves. Playing all 9 playoff games and losing 2 imports, there was plenty of high-level ball for the young guys to get out there. 
Stefan Hicks was the most valuable dreamer. He played all nine games, scored 27 per game on a decent 45% from the field, a huge improvement over his regular season at 36%, and grabbing 15 rebounds. If he's willing to come back to Taiwan, all teams should give him a call. While Achi didn't carry over his hot shooting from the regular season, a little guard who did impress was JJ10, as he hit big shots in Game 1 for the Dreamers' win and continued to earn himself playing time. He was getting up shots before and after Game 3 beyond the rest of the team activities. Amigo was the first domestic player to record a triple-double in Game 1. He increased his 3-point shooting percentage and was healthy enough to play 33 minutes per game in the playoffs. Good on the old veteran. Kenny, I think, this season has proven enough times that he can score in the fourth quarter, so we'll see if he can make strides on the offensive end. To the victors, a team that lived up to expectations, the Braves scored more than 100 points in all four games, took down nearly 60 rebounds every game, and almost 30 assists per game as well. I have said before, maybe they could have done better developing their rookies. Well, those three guys, Josh, Jack, and Brendan Smart, all got to play more than their fair share in the finals. It was curious to see them have troubles in the fourth quarter of game one and three. Frankly, a lot of guys underperformed, but we'll look at the positives. Obviously, Michael Singletary's 23 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists per game was the best plus minus at 36 over the four games played and the most minutes played for the Braves. Winston is the team captain and says the most in the huddles, but Singletary is the guy who elevates everyone's play in practice and on the floor. Zicef's 24 and 15 didn't look as big of a problem in the series against the Dreamers as he did all of the regular season. Now Jet with 19 points per game looked like a Taiwanese player who could be more lethal than imports at times. Behind those three, it was strength in numbers because no one's series stood out for the Braves. Each player had their ups and downs. At the same time, I'm sure all the teams have interest in signing any one of the Braves rotation players for their own. It is bittersweet to end the season without actually ending it, but COVID-19 is too unforgiving. Thankfully, as of yesterday, the exponential growth was halted back on May 17th, and we've been on a steady decline of new cases per day. Fingers crossed and knock on wood. So let me introduce you to the new teams. On Friday, May 21st, the Plus League shareholders hopped on a conference call and voted to approve two new teams for the upcoming season. That means both teams that submitted bids were approved, New Taipei Kings and the Kaohsiung Steelers. The Kings will be backed by the Wong conglomerate, most notably the TVBS, KKBox, and HTC. Their general manager will be James Ma, yes, my color commentator partner for eight games this season. He previously was the general manager for the Kaohsiung Truth, an ABL team for just the 2016-2017 season. The Steelers will be a shareholder group, with lots of different investors we'll discover as we go. Their general manager is a former Nike exec, Howard Zeng. They know they will be m making Fengshan Stadium their home and plan on bringing in new hardwood and renovating the locker rooms. Now the Plus League has a southern presence. The big thing to look forward to now is the Plus League draft that will take place this summer and of course the free agency that should be a bonanza. That's it for the final episode of Plus Basketball Weekly for the 2020-2021 season. Braves are the inaugural champions with Mike Singletary, FMVP. New Taipei Kings and Kaohsiung Steelers will be joining the league next season. Thank you for listening to Taiwanese Pro Ball. I'm Ryan Chen, signing off for now. See ya!